Hello and welcome to Gang, Gang That Drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. This is season two, episode 10, Folsom Prison Blues and What Should Never Be. And in this podcast, what we do is we watch along with two episodes of the ever effervescent always enthralling and supremely exciting television show supernatural and we uh, come up with a drinking game in our attempt to curate the perfect season two drinking game for you for you for the world for everyone so like here's what we're gonna do we're gonna go watch it you're not coming with us Mm -mm. we'll be back you have to do that part on your own. Drankier. Batteries not included exactly. in this show. <laughs> um, you could pause this and go watch the two episodes yourself. Play along with us. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Or you could just listen to us stumble through our recaps and discussions of the episodes. It's really dealer's choice. Mm-hmm. You could look up the script and just read it. You and, could. You could act it out yeah. among your friends. Mm-hmm. You there are so many options. You, you are in control of a team free will. Yeah, exactly. That's you. All right, so tonight we are watching episode 41 overall, episode 19 for this season. We're almost done, by the oh, way. Yeah. Folsom Prison Blues aired April 26, 2007, 3.3 million viewers. And then episode uh, 42 overall, 20 for the season, what is and what should never be. Uh, this is an Eric Kripke episode, May 3rd, 2007, 3.1 million viewers. Okay, so we have moved past, we added like 18 drinking game rules, mm-hmm. and now in the back half of the season, we are slowly eliminating some. So last time we eliminated uh, two, or we eliminated Slam, which just happened way so too often. And it's hard to keep track of. It's really hard yeah. to keep track of. And we eliminated the Wi-Fi rule, because in like 2007, I mean, it is possible to get Wi-Fi, it's still highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this time we are eliminating cuts where if anybody, Which I feel like it's going to be a much more revel- relevant later, seasons. later season rule, but, and we're eliminating headache because each one of them did not happen. Uh, but for five times for cuts and once for headache. Yeah. Which I thought, you know, like memory served that season two with lots of Sammy headaches, but maybe it's season three. I don't know. We just haven't been seeing them. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so we are still playing Rock Salt. Take a drink if the, they use Rock Salt. Take two if it doesn't work. Concussion. Take a drink every time one of the boys gets a dramatic head injury. Yes, toxic masculinity. Take a drink if there is actual perceived or debatable toxic masculinity. Uh, Someone dies. Take a drink if someone dies. Take two drinks if you don't know their name. Jump scare. Take a drink every time there's a jump scare. Positive masculinity. Take a drink if there's positive masculinity, like Fifi's in the car. <laughs> Copy a plot. If it is similar to X-Files, Buffy, whatever else, if it's definitely something that's been done before, take a drink. Broken furniture. I love this rule, and I feel like we just miss it. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so if there's broken furniture, take a drink. And every time I'm watching on my own, I'm like, oh, there's all that broken furniture. Why don't yeah. we ever see it? <laughs> Eye is of black. Uh, we ever get some demon eyes, take a drink. Fake names. Boys use some stellar rock and roll or whatever names, take a drink. And then, oh, is it the double... It's double if you either if you know or if you don't know what they're That's referencing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I we think it's if you figure that out. If you know the reference, then I suppose it's like what you get to choose. If you want to drink more, true. Yeah. 
Again. Double if you know it. If you Team don't want to drink as much, yeah. <laughs> uh, stay in the circle. Uh, if the boys stay to say uh, say to someone, stay in the circle, take a drink. Take two drinks if they do not stay in the circle. EMF. If they bust out that good old EMF, take a drink. And last but not least, pop culture references. Ah, if there's a pop culture reference, take a drink and then take two drinks if you do or don't know it. Whatever you want to decide to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you knew it, then you I guess you'd know it. If you don't know it, anyway, you're not going to drink if you don't know it, right? Right. Because you're not going to realize it was a pop culture reference. Okay. What are so we drinking? What are we drinking? I am drinking a Dogfish Head Sea Quench Ale, a Session Sour. It has blissfully brewed with lime juice, lime peel, black limes, and sea salt. Mm. I will be drinking Voodoo Ranger from New Belgium Brewing in Fort Collins, Colorado. This is a, an IPA. So their normal IPA is Ranger, or mm-hmm. one, of their, one of their many IPAs. Very popular style, obviously. They have Ranger. Uh, this is India Pale Ale brewed with spice. So this is a little bit extra added on to their normal Spicy. ranger. Yeah. And it's got a fun can with a little skull, like forest ranger kind of deal on it. It's a really good design. So hopefully it tastes good. I yeah. think I've had Voodoo Ranger before, but I don't remember. <laughs> I've had many beers. <laughs> okay, we are going to go watch Folsom Prison Blues and what is and what should never be. But... For you, we will be back instantaneously yes. with our tipsy review and our drinking game rules played out. Oh, and by the way, in case you are just joining us oh. in episode 10 of season two. Spoilers. Uh, there was, Of course, there's going to be spoilers. <laughs> We're not going to leave anything out. Um, but also, I'm Chrissy Lenz. Oh, and I'm Nate McWhorter. And we're yeah. both improvisers from National Comedy Theater. Um, Good job, us. Yeah, we'll get better as we go. Uh, we will be back. What do we always say at this part? We'll see you on the other side. We'll see you on the other side. Oh, boy. And we're back. Yes, we are. What a chore that was. Yeah. I hate saying that about the show, but... I mean, they can't all be home runs. No. No, they cannot. And these were both two uh, jam shots inside slow grounders to third base. And we are slow runners. You know I don't know what that means. Out. Sorry. Okay. Um, do you? Want, I only took notes on the second on the second episode because I okay. was eating my salad I'll, I'll do the, the first, first one episode. Um, so, Folsom Prison Blues is an entirely skippable episode. But the better of the two, I would. Mm, I don't oh, know. it depends on what you're qualifying yeah, it as. But know. this is definitely there's no reason to watch this episode. Mm-mm. It really almost seems like it was written for a different show and just adapted to be a supernatural episode it's strange too because i had and this episode started i had like fond memories i was like oh yeah this episode this is a good prison that's a good one where they put themselves in prison and i knew that you know i kind of remembered little bits and pieces Mm -hmm. and mechanics of this episode and then just as it was going on i was like no it's boring not good it's really boring um so basically we start in this prison um, they open up a door that's been welded shut and it's like just universally lesson learned. Mm-hmm. If there's a door that's welded shut, it's welded shut for a reason. Don't open it. Yeah. Just don't. Um, and then someone gets killed by a ghost, mm-hmm. obviously a guard. A guard. Yep. Um, and then we see three months later, the boys breaking into a museum where they get arrested and Special Agent Hendrickson 
catches up to them. Oh, but first they do their sexy headshots that are on all yeah, the like supernatural merch. Yeah. Um, so the second special agent guy catches up to them and he's like, oh, I finally meet you in person. I know all about you guys. You're in trouble now. Remember that hostage situation in Milwaukee? And the murders in Wisconsin? Yeah. Yep. So um, they go to prison, and this was their plan all along mm-hmm. to get sent to prison so that they can investigate this ghost at the behest of someone who knew Dad. Anyway, Dean really flourishes in prison. Oh, yeah. He Real, loves really it. at home. And he's just a sassy, sassy molassy. Um, and so like people keep getting killed. They figure out that it is a ghost lady who was a nurse in the prison who was killing inmates willy nilly. Well, their first theory was that it was some crazy murderer guy. Right. Who was locked in that ward that they opened. Who was like murdered by guards and they to go talk to like the old timer in this county prison. Jeff Kober. Who is a character actor who you've just seen on everything. Mm-hmm. He plays a bad guy in literally everything, including Buffy and Charmed. And I'm pretty sure he's on the X-Files and like every CSI. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah, he's in all the CSIs, all the Law and Orders, yep. all the... I call him... What would I call him? Discount Gary Busey. Yeah. You see him, you'd be like, right, that guy. Right. Which is, I guess if you're discount... Uh, he's well more well put together than Gary Busey, but it's like... Yeah. Oh, we need a guy who looks like Gary Busey. But doesn't come with all the baggage that Gary Busey comes with. He's like store brand Gary Busey. He's target Gary Busey. Well, but also their lawyer is uh, store brand Rosamund Pike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Anyway, like there's nothing interesting about this episode. There's nothing fun. They find the bones. They evade capture. We get the real, the one, I like the one moment we have with Dean and Tiny. The big, the big dude that he like picks a fight with right before yeah. Tiny gets killed by the ghost in the hospital, in the inf- infirmary, where they kind of get this cool like moment of like I do suffer with low self esteem yeah. to be honest, and like they open up. We got an example of positive masculinity that we yes. marked down. Uh, I think that might be the best scene in the whole episode. That I you're think like so. you get this kind of cool little scene between the two of them. There's and some then, funny moments with Dean and the other inmates and stuff. But yeah, and then Deacon who ends up being our prison guard right who helps him escape yeah and who was like kind of beaten up on dean the whole episode yeah it's just very telegraphed and obvious and boring like don't yeah. even remove this from the canon all yeah, right there's no mythos there's no it's straight monster of the week boring i guess monster. other than other I, than i love the, a monster of the week yeah and we have a little bit of carryover with the hendrickson but mm-hmm. other than that nothing all right it's boring what is and what should never be. Yes. This is a gin episode. We get our gin episode of the season. Um, yeah, and we start gin episodes, I was saying, are, are kind of like the Pontiac Bandit. They yeah. come up like once a season. But I, get, I still feel like, okay, maybe the first, first few seasons, but then they just stop. Once we get into heaven and hell and angels and all that, I feel like they stop gins. Like they keep referencing gins. The gins come back a lot in the season with the alphas and where grandpa's back and they're capturing uh, the alphas yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Sorry. No problem. Um, so this is a gin episode and we see Dean's hunting a gin like straight out the gate in yep. the even in the in the cold open. Dean is hunting a gin. He's on the phone with Sammy about it and he's got the blood covered knife and he's going to hunt it. 
And then Eugene gets him. So now we know that the entire episode is set up within Dean's head. Yeah, we are. We know that from right. the so beginning. So there's no twist. No, you know, they don't try to set us up with like Dean's living this perfect life all of a sudden. What's Which going on? Which is what they do in almost all of the other gin episodes. Yes. yes. Or a trickster episode. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like they're always just, you know. They have to like. Dean still goes through a process of slowly having to realize that none of this is real, but he knows going from in the beginning that it's not he knows real. it's not real. So he's just trying to find out, you know, figure out what it is. Which I feel like takes a lot of the punch out of it. Mm-hmm. Completely. Mm-hmm. It's just the whole time we're just like, okay, when are we gonna get to him being yeah, rescued? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we know that Sammy knows he's on the, like, and that's the other thing is like he's on the phone with Sam. At the beginning of the episode, so we know that Sam knows what he's hunting. It's not like Sam's off doing something else, and it's like, man, it's been a while since Dean has called. Well, me. but also like, like it, it, moments have passed. Like he's actually only been in the Jin's dungeon for like maybe a couple hours, mm-hmm. but to him, it feels like days. days yeah. So Dean um, kind of like wakes up and he's talking with. He's got Sam a beautiful on the wife. Phone. He's got a beautiful wife, Carmen. And s- we see Sam, like, he talks to Sam on the phone. Sam closes this book that is, like, a law textbook. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. He goes to Mom's house. He goes to see Mary. And we get this visit with Mary. And I, Mary just looked weird in this episode. Did she look strange to you? Or am I just, like, coming off season 13, like, used to, like, apocalypse a po- badass, badass Mary? Mary. Um, no, it's just probably been a while since we've seen her. Yeah seen the actress which is something i love about supernatural which is like if you're an actor who appears on more than one episode of supernatural you just never put away that card in Mm -hmm. your rolodex like you're gonna get another call yes yeah unless you're john (laughs) well don't be so sure (laughs) um so then yeah he goes to see mary and and but at the same time he's still trying to like figure out about this gin so he goes to see a professor about this gin but so also we get all these terrible conversation where it's like dad's on a softball team yeah dad's dead you know that dean you've been drinking and he's just like oh boy oh everyone keeps mentioning that to me and i yeah sorry i just keep forgetting like he's real bad at like covering up why he doesn't know anything that's going on um but you think he would be better at it yeah and he gets real excited about weird things like mowing the lawn he's like oh i gotta mow the lawn the lawnmower is not even on just having a normal life just having a normal life and he's seen this girl in a white dress and he's like Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out so but again like i guess maybe maybe they thought that was the intrigue of this episode was like the mystery of this girl he keeps seeing nope it was super obvious yeah um the one and it was super obvious too like he's gonna but why would the gin fantasy include the detail of the people on the flight that they didn't save and the people that he didn't, the little girl he didn't save in the hotel pool? Like, why would the gin construct a fantasy that included the details of all the lives that Dean knows yes. he saved? Yeah. That he didn't save. Like, bad move, gin. And later when we get the gin basically talking directly to Dean through Mary and Carmen and Sam and mm-hmm. all these it's and like, Jess. It's, and Jess is like, why Why did you have to keep digging? Like, the gin is just, like, real upset with him, low-key, about mm-hmm. him, like, You could have been wanting, so happy. Right, you could have been happy here, dead, even though you know you're dying. I even made Dad dead for you. Yeah. Um, which is, we get <laughs> right, that moment yeah, at that the grave where he's too. like, why do I have to weigh me having an ordinary life with all, saving all these right. lives? Why is it my job? Two man tears. 
which is something that we get several times in several seasons is this like idea of oh they could they could have had a normal life or here's an opportunity for for dean to have after sammy dies here's Mm -hmm. here's an opportunity for dean to have his normal life and go back to having a wife and you know a kid and was or for sam to have a life or for sam to have right yeah yeah. and like they always kind of play around this idea this just seemed like a real cheap way to be like remember their mom died and their lives could have been way different the one um dynamic i do think is interesting to look at is that like okay if mary had lived if none of that had ever happened um which is again interesting once you think about apocalypse world Mm -hmm. um but uh is the the relationship between sam and dean is not as good i think that is probably the most intriguing thing about this episode is that like sam without the death of their mother they don't become as close yeah as they are which i guess is a truly probably true thing for siblings who lose a parent early in life and i think probably that's ultimately what dean couldn't not have in his life was sam is that companionship with sam (sighs) but it's also so boring and dumb and like but i do like whenever sam is playing like in a a proper like buttoned up version of himself Mm -hmm. like Jared Padalecki is a, a good actor, but he's just like such a doof. Like mm-hmm. I always just want to slap real world Sam. What are you doing, Dean? What are you doing, Dean? Yeah. Oh, looking for a beer in mom's silverware drawer. Like he's just such a goober. Um, yeah. And it's just, there's, there's nothing. I, I do think that this falls into the category of a must watch episode because there is, you see mom and Jess, but it's so boring. Yeah. I don't think you need to watch it. I don't think they I think don't, there's they some really good acting from anything consequential. That's true. But the acting is good. It is. And the boys sure are handsome. Yes, they are. And they're but a go ahead like and fantasy world. But I don't think you need to watch this episode. Go ahead and just skip all of this. Yeah. We don't, there's not even anything that funny to say. No. All I right. don't have any jokes. <laughs> I don't have any other th- other than just compare this Jin's reality with what we learn. I'm... Th- 11 seasons from now or whatever mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like maybe there's intrigue there but not really yeah not really yeah especially not if you're seeing it for the first time yes if you're watching it through for the first time definitely just Boring. i mean you're i'll watch it because you're watching it for the first time but don't re-watch it okay <laughs> here's how our rules played out rock salt happened once concussion happened once uh toxic masculinity i think we've counted it once as the um FBI agent Hendrickson really talking down to the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone the, dies. Like happened all three the, times. All the prison stuff is all like the prison, prison is naturally like toxically mass because it's a bunch of men in mm-hmm. prison uh, in this prison at least. So we kind of skip past prison toxic masculinity. We did. Uh, we got one jump scare. We got one episode, one instance of positive masculinity when Tiny really opened it up and was in touch with his, uh, the source of his pain. Super fun. Um, And what really went over the top this time were the pop culture references. There were eight. And I even think we missed a couple. Yes, especially in the Folsom Prison Blues, tons and tons and tons of, even the, I mean, the title of the episode is a pop culture reference, obviously. Um, So just tons of prison references they had. Um. I think there was a Paul Newman reference. I think there was uh, Charles yeah, Bronson. Yeah, Charles Bronson. Like just lots tons. of great yeah. escape. Yeah. All right. So. But the second episode, but the 
that had hardly any rules hit because it was all a freaking fantasy. Yeah. So we had nothing. Pop culture references. Yeah, that's it. We had the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, this was not uh, not the most exciting episode that we've ever done. Apologies. Um, be sure to join us next time when we are watching the final two episodes of the season. All Hell Breaks Loose, part one and part two, when we finally get back to the yellow-eyed demon storyline and get and some, Hellgate. Like, get some serious shit happening. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after that will be The Road So Far, where we review our drinking game rules and go over everything with you. Be sure to like, rate, review, share, thumbs subscribe. up, tell a friend, hug your mom, mm-hmm. high five a puppy. And skip these episodes. And skip these episodes. <laughs> um, uh, I don't. What do we? I don't have my thing NCT pulled up. Phoenix. What else do we see at the end? <laughs> yes, find us at nctphoenix.com. Mesa, Arizona. Come see us in a show. Yes. We're um, where ev- I don't know. I was going to try to make some sort of reference, but I'm too tired and don't want to think about these two episodes anymore. <laughs> I know, but I'm excited for the next two. Yes, very excited for the next two. It's going to be good. Good yeah. end and to then, this season. And then we're on to season three. Yes. And we're going to have to start thinking about what twist we want to put on the drinking game rules that time, whether we want to go back to drawing some mm-hmm. um, or how we want to play right. it. And we are, like, we, during this episode, these episodes came up with a couple more ideas for some for some new drinking game rules yes. too so definitely like the cold breath cold breath um remember when we started the season we were like oh we were gonna skip, we skip it? it but it was you know there's these episodes i feel like yeah that like middle stretch was like hooray and then basically we've just been waiting to get to these just to last two grind it out yeah yep okay well uh remember your gank that drank lessons learned if a door is welded shut Leave it, leave it that way. Leave it shut. And uh, when you're out there in the world, you know, saving people and hunting things, the family business, keep the most excellent podcast motto in mind. Be excellent to each other and party, party on, on, dudes. dudes.